We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, the Colts win in an absolute stunner. The Indianapolis Colts keep their playoff hopes alive and remain in the playoff picture for another week with the Indianapolis Colts pulling off an overtime win against the Indiana or against the Tennessee Titans. It's the first time this season that the Tennessee Titans have lost at home. Uh, so it is always good when the Indianapolis Colts can pull off the stunner in Nashville. Of course, albeit a much closer game than what I would have liked it to be. But nevertheless, the Indianapolis Colts still win the game. And that is all that matters. Really love to see it, guys. This game had a little bit of everything, man. This had bad play calling. This and had great play calling. It had a lot of penalties. It had a lot of uh, missed special teams opportunities. There was... A lot of big special teams plays at all. There's a lot of good running. There's a lot of good passing. All of this stuff. So, again, greatly appreciate everyone who is tuning in with me right now. I love it, guys. Let's get to it. Let's talk about first things first. Got to talk about the offense here. Gardner Minshew, 26 of 42, 312 yards, two touchdowns. Sacked three times today with a QB rating of 100. Uh, I would go as far as to say, man, that this might have been the best game from Gardner Minshew all season, uh, to be completely honest with you. Now, albeit, as I said earlier, uh, Gardner Minshew had a lot of bad things happen in this game. Uh, there were a lot of throws that were made that were not great throws. Um, and, you know, that fumble at the goal line, really, that's basic. That's really inexcusable. You can't be that careless uh, with the football at that part of the field, especially right before half, all of that stuff. So, 
you know, there were a lot of things to be negative about when it came to Gardner Minshew and his performance today. But I will say at the same time, you know, completing 60% of your passes or a little more than that, two touchdowns, 312 yards, uh, it, it that overall, at the end of the day, in the biggest moment when Gardner Minshew needed to make a throw, he made it, right? And that's the big one, right? Is uh, It was Gardner Minshew making the throws that needed to be made in order for us to win the football game. Clearly at the end, making that amazing throw to Alec Pierce, a couple of those today from Alec Pierce. So it really a, a fantastic job of Gardner Minshew not letting the game slip away. I know it's it's really it's really uh, easy to forget one thing and forget and applaud another. He had some bad moments in this game, yes, but obviously you win this game and you want it in the end because of Gardner Minshew. And it's ironic because the first time that I said it, yes, I said it in a stream a few days ago, I said, how many times have we won a game because of Gardner Minshew? How many times have we almost lost a game because of Gardner Minshew? You could argue both cases here, but this is the first time really all season that the Colts have won a game. And you could say it was because of Gardner Minshew's play at the end that helped us uh, to win it all, right? That's the big one. So Listen, I'm a, I, and feelings are still going to feel the same way about Gardner. Um, I mean, we, we, I said some things on social medias like being, I hate Gardner Minshew. Uh, I'm, just, I'm a fan just like anyone else. You know, I have bad moments, and obviously Gardner makes some really dumb plays every once in a while. But I, I have to agree with my guy Zach Hicks. Uh, I don't know if I could say a negative thing about him the rest of the year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Indy, Indy keeps winning these games, man. Uh, when it comes to Gardner Minshew, I mean, congrats. Uh, great job, Gardner Minshew, finishing this game, man. Really can't ask for any better. Really fantastic work. Uh, going to Shane Steichen here for a second. Um, so here's the thing, guys. So... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, a lot of people will argue about the Shane Steichen play calling today. 
Um, I think it's one of the first times this year where I sat back and I said, yeah, there was a couple times where I'm just like, like, wh- why are we doing this? Why are we doing this, Shane? Um, here's the thing. So when it comes to like how, uh, how it went down for Indy, like when it came to the first, uh, when it came to running the two point conversion right at, at in the middle of the game there i i was not upset by going for two you wanted to do that so that you were then up by 7 not by 6 cuz if you were only up by 6 you still do not guarantee yourself a victory right and we saw at the very end you know that was something that uh really uh really could have messed us up um, and that I did not have a problem with that. I felt like there was a couple different times you could have ran the football, especially when it was third and goal or third and one today, and you still opted to throw the football. Listen, we're all going to have our, uh, opinions on it at the end of the day. Shane Steichen still has to call these plays and has to, get it in a situation where Indy was not running the football well today. Very few times did we have any good runs. I mean, you even talk about Zach Moss in general, averaging less than three yards a carry. This Colts offense was not able to run the football well at all today. And that's not because of Zach Moss. It's just because Tennessee just had a better game plan and their defensive line was on it today. And their defensive line was making it hell for Indy to run the football. Okay, so I'm not going to shoot anyone in the foot over it. Shane Steichen, this is the first year for him as a learning experience. He's learning what works. He's learning what's best. And in a situation where it was third and one, you're not running the football well. The defensive line that has a bunch of different things happening, it's wasn't a great situation, but at the same time, looking on it, you saw all the bad decisions that Gardner was making in the red zone up until that last one with the overtime. So you look at that and you say to yourself, just why not just try to run the football, right? Why not just try and let Zach Moss do your, do his thing. Right. So especially in, when Indy got that, uh, especially when Indy got that second block punt, that was the one that made me like, oh my gosh, we really just did that. So I get it. I, I get it completely. Uh, but anyways, let's move on here. Let's move to the running back room. As we said, Zach Moss, 19 carries for 51 yards. Just didn't have a great game. Obviously, Tennessee had a great game plan to stop Zach Moss, and they played, like I said, that defensive line. They own the offensive line in the trenches uh, for the run game today. It happens sometimes. And, I mean, there were some runs that Zach Moss did really good, and then there was a couple of runs where it's just like, man, that's stunk. So it was not a great day when it came to the Colts running the football. But it is what it is. At the end of the day, you just got to make do with what you have. And the Colts were able to run the football enough to be able to move the ball. 
Now, moving from the wider, from the running back room to the wide receiver room, I mean, what more can you say about some of these guys? Uh, let's let's start with um, let's start with Josh Downs. Start with that first. Josh Downs just didn't really get targeted much in the second half. It, it's it's been a constant thing. Early in games, Josh Downs sets the tone, and then at the end of the games, we don't really see much of him. Uh, so again, I, I'm not looking to criticize downs. I mean, he was the fourth wide receiver in this game I mean, from a statistic standpoint. So I'm not too worried about it. Uh, Kylan Granson, fantastic to see Kylan Granson have one of his best games of his entire career. Three catches for 72 yards really had a lot of great plays in this game that really Put you above and beyond. Uh, and then you talk about the last two here. Uh, Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman, both with 100 yards receiving or more today. They accumulate, they uh, accounted for 205 of the 312 uh, receiving yards or passing yards that Gardner Minshew threw today. Alec Pierce, three catches for 50 or for 100 yards, a 55-yard long, the one at the end there. That was gutsy. I mean, there was – you know what? It's it's hilarious to me because I sat here ever since the end of last year. I even had to say this. I've been saying this for a year. The last time Alec Pierce got a touchdown was – 364 days ago. And I've ever since that I've had to sit here, even during back then, had to defend Alec Pierce and say, this guy actually plays better than what some of you might actually believe. And the one time that Gardner Minshew decides, I'm going to start throwing it deep. Alec Pierce is open. Alec, Pierce is open. He's been, he was open all game. He's been open all season. It's just only been up until now that Gardner Minshew has been unwilling and unable to throw that ball consistently down the field. And he finally did that today. And Alec Pierce maybe has, uh, his second best game of his entire young career so far. And need I remind you once again, in that, I think it was the second or third quarter where Alec Pierce had Fulton beat for a touchdown again. And Gardner Minshew missed him. He had him beat again. He had him beat early. And it's a constant thing where I keep telling you guys we have it open. It, Alec Pierce is there and he makes plays and he made a ton of them today. So really awesome to see Alec Pierce be a game changer for the better this time. And of course, what else can we say about the great Michael Pittman, who was clearly the Dominant one in this game. Of the 26 receptions today, Michael Pittman accumulated for 11 of them. This is back-to-back weeks 
for Michael Pittman having 10 plus catches, 11 catches for 105 yards and one touchdown. These last couple weeks, I mean, my goodness, what else can I say about Michael Pittman and his performances? I mean, totally insane that Michael Pittman is doing what he's doing, the game-winning touchdown in overtime. About time they finally threw it to Michael Pittman in the red zone, and it finally worked. So all I can say is Michael Pittman's getting re-signed. No question that Michael Pittman's getting re-signed with this team. Uh, you're not letting this guy go. Uh, I, I yeah, I, it would not shock me if if Ballard makes that his first priority. Uh, again, unbelievable work by Michael Pittman today. Um, so defensively, we can head to there uh, next. Will Levis, sixteen of thirty-three, two hundred and twenty-four yards, one touchdown. I mean, it's. Pretty funny because, again, he completed less than 50% of his passes. Um, I was talking about it early. It was mainly the problem was with Indy was just giving up the big plays for Will Levis. And Will Levis in this game today was definitely not a bad quarterback. He was making a lot of great throws today. Um, I'll give him credit. I mean, he was finding... D hop and a few of these guys uh, actually pretty well. Um, I thought he ran the offense relatively well. It was just a matter of the Colts defense was able to make things hectic for, um, yeah, he was able to make things very hectic for Will Levis. Uh, and it helped early on that the Tennessee Titans were able to run the football. So in the second half, when you didn't run the football as efficiently, then that became an issue where Will Levis had to be the guy a lot more often, and that was why the offense started stalling a lot more, right? Those 28 points, remember the Tennessee Titans had 11 of those uh, in the second half, and three of those came in that overtime on that first drive. They scored a touchdown, yes, but I mean, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt on the one touchdown that they did give up. But Derrick Henry, 102 rushing yards on 21 attempts, almost five yards carry, two touchdowns. Tajay Spears, 16 carries for 75 yards. So they ran the they ran the football a lot more than they threw today. And again, we knew that that was going to be the way that Tennessee was going to try to win, and it almost did. I mean, my goodness, I'm so glad the Colts get Grover Stewart back after this week because. I mean, Joe Mixon might end up being, uh, and Joe Mixon would get over a hundred on us next week too. If we didn't, uh, it's, it's been really, it was been really tough to watch this defense play, uh, against the run. It was bad, especially early. The first 35 offensive plays for either team. 26 of those came from Tennessee. They had the ball for the majority of the first half. And then the Colts did this uh, opposite to them in the second half, which is why it ended up going in our favor. Uh, but yeah, again, this Colts rush defense stinks right now. Uh, I'm sure now that we're going to get Grover Stewart next week, uh, it will probably improve a little bit. Uh, it's going to need to, or else we're not going to win some of these games coming up. Uh, receiving wise, 
five catches for 75 yards from DeAndre Hopkins, uh, one touchdown. He had Will Levis's one touchdown on the day. Uh, and, and it was, it was a difficult watch for some of these, uh, Westbrook had one catch for 28 yards. Uh, Derrick Henry, one catch for 18 yards. Josh Wiley, one catch for 16 yards. Akuanko uh, had three catches for 62 yards. So, again, you had a bunch of these guys that were getting these big, big uh, receptions. You know, so it was all about the big plays today. Again, we have never – we did not have a situation where Tennessee was able to put together a drive because they were consistently – Run or throwing it down or throwing it and picking apart the Colts defense. It was mainly the big plays. And again, this defense got stretched by a lot. But in the end of the day, the Colts defense did get a few of the stops that it needed. It gave the Colts offense the chance to win the game. Uh, say what you want about it. Obviously, it wasn't a good day off, uh, defensively for Indianapolis. But Needless to say, we are still uh, winning it out. And, of course, I have to give credit to the Colts' defensive line. Uh, six sacks today. So that is now 21 sacks over the last four games for the Indianapolis Colts. Samson Mabukum with two sacks today. Uh, Quiddy Pay with two sacks as well. DeForest Buckner with a half sack. Eric Johnson, the second with a half sack and Jake Martin with a sack. So again, really big plays there for Indianapolis. Of course, Indianapolis won the penalty, uh, won the penalty, uh, battle there. So Indy was able to, you know, come out with, uh, Tennessee having more penalties, which helped stall a lot of these drives. And when it came to special teams, that's pretty much what won the game for Indianapolis, especially in the second half. You had two block punts, right? Uh, first of all, yeah, two block punts. Both of them ended up only getting you six points. Terrible by the offense to not execute. Or never mind, I'm sorry. Got you nine points because one of them did get you a touchdown. You just didn't get the uh, two-point conversion. And then the other one was a field goal. You ended up getting at the six. So bad on the offense to not convert on some of those, but amazing work by the special teams there to get that. And of course, you had to be helpful with the uh, Tennessee Titans uh, missing their extra uh, one of their extra points, uh, which really saved the Indianapolis Colts on that one. Uh, I can't really say much because Nick Folk. I mean, I don't know what happened there. But, I mean, you couldn't write that game any differently. Uh, It was such an interesting game. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let me know your thoughts on all this. Again, this is such a game that had so many different things happening in it. I'm going to have to go back and literally rewatch everything that I've seen. Because it was such a weird game. But... At the end of the day, it's the NFL. You win, and that's all you got to do is you just got to win. Doesn't matter how it looked. Don't matter how pretty it is. You just got to win the game, and that's how you end up getting where you want to. So Indianapolis, 7-5 and five on the season. Sweet. The Tennessee Titans, 
And we are out of here, but that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, bolts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.